Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, time-wasting tomfoolery, chess pieces, procrastination, and funny little moments. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 195, Quit It and Pay Attention. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin' Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode, and it's very special because this is episode 195, not 194, not 196, 195. Five episodes, so episode 200, and that's been a long time going, especially since we've been doing this since 2008. Now, before we begin, before we go, because we're going a little bit too fast... Let's start this off right. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Vine. And we're even on that lovely Twitch TV if you want to check us out if you're really bored. Also, we are on YouTube, but I would not recommend watching those videos. Karaoke is a horrible thing. Today is special because we have a very special guest list today. And this is... Jackie! Yep. Jackie from White Duck Entertainment. Yes. <laughs> Also, several other event companies, including working on, uh, what is your cosplay company called? Oh, the J Cosmography? Yes, that. But I have to start back up again. Uh, so you don't want to promote that? We'll cut that out. No problem. I'm just trying to pimp out all your stuff as, as much as I can, you know? No, that's fine. So, yes, you're here to enjoy this lovely podcast and talk about lots of interesting things, including a very fun and interesting manga especially because our original recording where we were going to be talking about James Bond has been horribly destroyed by an event which we will not speak of. For those of you joining us for the first time, like I said, welcome. And pretty much we are some podcasts and many reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. We talk about manga, how the art style is, how the characters are, how the story is, and if it's worth reading or watching or whatever. And this is a very special one we're talking about today because, one, there is a live-action version and an anime you can watch on Crunchyroll, and two, it's one brought by that lovely company. We're talking about that one that only Vertical Inc. released it from us. So you can check it out and actually buy it online or in bookstores near you. I think there's currently four volumes, and there's two more coming out right now. First off, let's get to the lovely boring stuff. Now, this manga was originally released in 2010 by Media Factory. Vertical Inc. releasing it now. 
and it was written and illustrated by Takuma Oreshige, and the name is... My Neighbor Saki. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is an insane... So what do you... What are your, before we get into the review, what's your initial impressions of this bizarre, insane series? <laughs> I actually think it's pretty good. It's a very creative idea. Because, like, everybody has that one person in class that is the master of creativity and wasting time and not getting in trouble when the rest of everybody else gets in trouble. So I think it's a very relatable story. Oh, yeah, totally. And there is that one guy in class who just screws around and you're like, how do you not get in trouble? I mean, he's he's eating a burrito in class or he's doing a crossword puzzle. Teacher doesn't catch him. But when I try doing something, oops, I get in trouble. Right? Right. Always happens. But this guy, he just he's the master of it. And it goes to absurd levels. And I'm surprised no one thought about doing this over here in the United States. Imagine a TV show based around this. Would it do well? That would be actually, that would be serious trouble for a lot of schools. But we have, like, phones and stuff today. So I think the texting and everything else kind of takes place of actual note writing and building dominoes with your, in your, on your desk and everything like that. So Yeah. So for those who don't know, the whole premise is that Seki is about our main character, whose name is Rumi Yokai. She's a, I think it's, she's a fifth grader. They never really tell you the exact age, but she's in school and she sits in the back next to this kid named uh, Toshinaru Seki. And he is this kid who takes goofing off to insanely new heights. I mean, um, it's a gag, as you can guess, this is a gag manga. It's totally a slice of life. Just it, every day you'll be laughing at the stupidity and bizarre and awesomeness this kid does. Like, what is the first story? <laughs> what does he do when you're introduced to Seki? He makes a complete domino set on his desk, complete with, I guess you would say, like an ending with a bang, let's just say. Yeah, he literally, all with using regular school Items like he doesn't use dominoes. He uses erasers, pencils, rulers, rulers, and, and I string. Think, yeah, straight edge, and he makes this huge, elaborate display with an S curve and all this other stuff. Meanwhile, Rumi's trying to take notes, and she is watching in horror or in amazement as this kid is doing this. And she's like, "You got, we got to pay attention to class." But oh my god, that's so awesome! I can't look away. I can't. And she ends up forgetting what's going on because of this. Exactly, and, it's like a train wreck. And literally, this happens every single st story. There really isn't an order for this. You can read this or watch this in any order possible. You get it. It's just she's trying to take notes or pay attention to class, and he screws around. Like some are one of the one of the things that you saw Seki do that just was astonishing. <laughs> um, I really did. I was impressed with the carving a stamp out of an eraser, and then making another eraser, the holding cell for it, complete with stamp pad, and... Okay. Yeah, that was it, right? Yeah, the stamp pad, and yeah, that was pretty impressive. The Go episode, again, creative, impressive. And uh, he definitely took that game to a completely new level, especially in class. And especially utilizing the bunnies and the, and the bear, and then getting her in even yes. more trouble. Yes. I just love the end of that because she finally has proof that he did something screwed up. And then she flips her notes like, I have proof! And it's just her, instead of notes, it's her sketching the whole story. Right. Again, it's her getting in trouble. Yeah, and there's a lot of common elements that repeat themselves. Like, 
he has the things like he keeps going back to go and making it weird. He screws around with chess. He has a robot family. How would you describe the robot family? Well, the robot family. I well, at first I thought it was a Gundam, but it's it's Transformers. I think there's different. Yeah, it's Optimus Prime and you know two others, but there's a little robot family. It's almost like the, it shifts to Saki, like actually goofing off, and the robot family. I don't want to even say coming alive. They weren't coming alive, but they really they were taking everything more seriously. It's kind of funny because the story kind of shifts. It's really cool. They they change it around. Oh, yeah, and she's protecting the family to make sure they don't get lost. And later on, there's an episode with a pool where they almost get drowned in the pool, and she protects them, and then she sets up an arrangement like they're at the beach. That's funny. So she gets him involved, and or he gets her involved by using this family. There's other things that gets her involved slowly over time. Like in the manga, you have, besides the ones we've talked about, uh, he brings in two cats play with and she's like oh my god they're so adorable i want to play with the kitties too and she opens up her lunch to bring out some fish for him and he has fish already set up and she's getting pissed off at him and it just becomes a huge fight between them over attention for the cats that's funny and i mean there's i, a... I have to see that oh yeah i have to see that episode no there's some great i mean the my favorite episode is where he actually sets up a whole elaborate story where he has a bear, little bear, with binoculars, watching another bear climbing Mida, this class bully who sits in front of him, up his back, in like a whole mountain climber thing. It's really cool. And I know we're kind of just telling the jokes, but it's just a clever and witty and interesting story, because it's just, you want her to do good in school, but you know that he's going to screw it up somehow. Also, the story is named after him, but yeah. he doesn't talk at all. He has no dialogue. Or does he in the anime? No, I don't think so. I think he just gives her a look. Yeah, dirty looks and angry looks. I think it's the second manga? No, it's the first manga when you have a girl who's watching Seki and Rumi interacting, and she doesn't see the game happening, so she thinks that Rumi's into Seki, and they're like having this weird tryst, and she doesn't realize what's going on. Right, yeah, uh, I think that was just starting. Yeah, just it's starting, and you have like this thing where it's like completely misunderstood, and this and other students getting involved in what's going on. Right. Yeah. The first manga ends in, I think, the most spectacular way, where it's they're in music class listening to the most boring music possible, and it's yeah. just Rumi and Seki up, waiting, and Se Seki's building pyramids out of puzzle pieces, and she's trying to stay up, trying to stay up. She's like, I can't go to sleep, I can't go to sleep. How the hell is he still staying up with this boring music? And she's going to do something that's going to keep her awake. And she's like, no, I'll be a good girl. I'll stay up. Pretty much ending up where you have uh, her passing out, and they see Seki's secret link trick, which is going to be he's drinking five-hour energy drinks in the middle class to stay awake to do all his insanity. With Seki, it's a very interesting art style because it's very shoujo-y, but it fits the series. What do you think about the art style for it? I, I like it. Good art. It's clean. It portrays everything. They do a really good job with it. So, you know, for what it's worth, I suppose you can say it's very, very good. Oh, yeah. No, it is really good. The story is simple and easy, and you wonder when Rumi's either going to kill Seki or become his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering about that. I mean, I like how they don't make anything obvious right off the bat. They don't... Um, you know, the last thing I saw was what you said. She stuck the notes in his locker and the, and the, uh, the oh, yeah. classmates saw it. So the, so the rumors start going, which 
I think is actually a good way to put it. Yeah. Storyline wise, very creative, very awesome. No, it's got a I, solid I story of, to it. I kind of like her personality. That so she's the boss. Yeah, I think it, as much as he's a master of wasting time, she's kind of the master of. I don't want to say controlling him, but in her own way, she does have a little bit of power over him. You know, he cannot pretend not to care, but I, I think he really does. Oh, maybe because he, he is the, the fact that he's like with all the all the stuff, like with the dominoes, he's like. You know, giving her that look like try me, you know, really kind of proves that there's something going on. But uh, I think overall, she might have more control over him than she thinks. No, you you do have to see (laughs) it. It's a shame that some of the more funny stories aren't in the anime. Like, there's a story when it's gym time and he steals one of the athletic field markers. You know, where they make the baseball lines, those paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he makes a whole obstacle course with a bunch of stop signs, do not enter, cats with brownie faces, cats with happy faces, and it ends up where she gets in trouble and he doesn't. Oh, jeez. Easy. He really does. It's interesting how he's able to manipulate her into getting in on the fun. And she's her obviously her grades are going to suffer terribly by the end of the series. She may be held back. Oh lord. I think it's the best is the episode with the go with the bunny and the bear fighting each other, then becoming bear bunny. And... Oh, oh, that that was super creative. I I kind of want to, um, not really knowing that much about go, um, I kind of want to learn. Uh, and it's not it's not really because of that, but I'm like I could make pictures with the little markers and play with them. But but that super creative. Oh, yeah. No, I like the second Go manga chapter where literally he turns the white pieces are normal and the black pieces are zombies. <laughs> oh, I see And that. then the sun keeps them away. So she has like she uses her um, her shined up board to shine the light to keep the zombies away from the one piece to make sure he's OK. Like she, she ma- gets caught up in it. Yeah. And she makes the stories up in her head of what's going on because it might not be that simple. <laughs> it might be something completely different than what he's thinking. Oh yeah, no, she definitely, um, she definitely gets swept up in it, one hundred percent, which I think is, um, is really really cool, um, and obviously that seems like that's his master plan. I don't think he has a master plan. I just think he just is doing it to do it. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. You don't. You don't think he has a master plan? No, I just think he's doing it just to do it because he's a weird kid. I just think he's really a weird kid. Hmm. I don't know. I think he's a master plan. Maybe. Question Question of the year. Does he have a master plan? Mm, who knows? That That is a very good question. <laughs> well, we'd have to wait and see. In fact, let's make that the question of the episode. If you check it out, the question is... What is Seki's master plan? But anyway, let's get back to the main point of this, which is... See, I have the first three volumes of it, and it gets more interesting as it goes on, I've heard. And already it's gotten insanely ridiculous, especially when you introduce his little sister. Oh, he's a little sister. Okay. All right. And the little sister also doesn't talk. Huh. That's interesting. And she's just as weird as he is, or crazy, or creative, or whatever you want to say about him. I guess in the manga, it really can portray that they don't talk. But 
the one, the disaster drill episode, I mean, he does talk. I mean, he's talking with his friends. There's just really no actual talking and interaction. Oh, yeah, no, there's no dialogue with him and other the other, the girl. Yeah, there's a, well, yeah, because it's really just her because he'll talk to other classmates. Yeah, or he'll pass notes or other things. Like in the first volume at the end, uh, the, the bonus for it is hysterical because there are two bonuses. The first one is him convincing one of the other students to create a super illegal baseball pitch that will win the game. And they're saying, yeah, you can't do that. That's not allowed. And then the second one is the teacher's office. He submitted a bunch of club ideas and listen to some of the clubs. One is one was for seeking the ultimate method for creating lovely stamps, the stamp art club. A little too original, the teacher says. Then next one, a club to hijack weekend clubs and rebuild them, the Foreign Capital Fund Club. Then there's a, a club where students worrying about balding in the future care for their scalps, hair club for men. And then a club, <laughs> then a club that makes clubs like these every month, the club making club. And wow. You can, and you can guess they turned it down. Well, yeah. Yeah. So it is such a creative and weird and cool series. It's just so out there and something original and different. And for those you who don't know, uh, we have a five-point rating system for for our reviews. Our lowest rating is take it to priest, purify it, then burn it. Then our next lowest rating is going to be uh, typical reading material, local correction facility, okay, but not great. You have Get From Me Crazy Aunt Muriel, okay, but forgettable. You have a uh, uh, Borrow From a Friend and Don't Return Unless Offered Pocky, or whatever we want to revert. And then our highest rating, which is really, really, really fucking cool. And I have to give this our highest rating of really, really, really fucking cool, because it is really cool. It's addictive and fun, and it's, you know, it's ascendant manga. It's made for adults, but it's about a teenage two teenagers who are just screwing around in class. Yeah, yeah, no, I, um, I don't know, I, I don't know if I would give it that rating, but, see, I can't say, because I've only seen a few episodes, and I don't want to make a full opinion until I've seen the whole thing and read some of the manga. So would you, know, you give it the middle of the ground, or would you give it a little bit higher? Where would you put it? As, it's, I, it's, I would put it. I would put it a little bit higher. I I would probably yeah. I would put so, it a little bit higher. So borrow from a friend, our um, second highest. Borrow from a friend and never return it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the fact that they fit so much into seven minutes, thirty seconds, whatever, and everything. Like they put the story together and the animation and the dialogue and. Um, the creativity and everything um, is fantastic. So, yes, I will take it from a friend and probably never return it. Yeah, um, it is a good series, and the anthology aspect is interesting because there is no continuity, except, like, later on you have a stalker girl who likes Rumi following her around, and first she's introduced and she's stalking him, then she's coming up with her own story about what's going on because she's kind of crazy. <laughs> so what would you change awesome, about this? yeah. So what would you change? What would I change? Yeah. I don't know. I At this point, I mean, at this point, I wouldn't change anything. And like I said, I feel like I would have to read some of the manga and at least finish the rest of the episodes. Yeah. And are you going to watch the live action show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, yes. I mean, I guess I have to see, I don't, I don't know if they're going to call it like the triple threat, but 
you know, I, I don't want to see the winner's circle, everything, anime, manga, live action, as I call my winner's circle. Until I see all aspects, I can't make a full opinion, but okay. the fact that I actually want to read the manga, and I don't read manga as a general rule, says a lot. And the fact that it's a live action as well has definitely piqued my interest. So I can't say I want to change anything because, you know, I have to see all aspects, but I'll definitely be recommending it to people. Okay. That's, I think that's, I think we're, we've, we've officially capped this awesome and great series and story. And I think I may later on go and come back and tell you if the manga gets better or worse, maybe. Add it to the several mangas, which we're supposed to re-review later on, but we haven't. Okay. There's so many of those. But, so with that in mind, uh, remember, you can check us out at com. You can email us at spirekin.gmail.com. I'm at zaninspirekin.com. You can check out on Facebook, Jackie's White Duck Events and Jay Cosology. Cosography. Cosography. Cosplay photography. Mm-hmm. And then you have lots of events coming up, and I think the next one will be a uh, walk in New York. Yes, the Japan in New York City one, basically ramen, Japanese street food, and a swing-through visit, I don't know what, of the Central Park Zoo, uh, because I've never Ooh. been, and ending with a Japanese bakery and sake bar. No karaoke? Possibly can. Okay. Well, well, I have to see. I have to see. I want to see if the sake bar can. The sake bar is close to the karaoke. There are a couple that I'm looking at, so that's like still up in the air. Okay. Cool. 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 We'll definitely keep us posted. We'll post information on the on our Twitters at Sparkin. With that in mind, let's get to the part that all the listeners, if you're on their commute, get ready to hold onto the wheel and not crash your car, because that's the part we're all waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, for those who don't know, the Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What we're going to do is we're going to spin this Wheel of Manga, and we'll, each number has, been, has a manga connected to it. Whatever number that lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Sparkin Manga Review, episode 196. We are only four away it's from episode 200, and then we're going to keep going on until 400. Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully. Okay, so let me spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode. Uh... Number three. So, in the next episode of the Sparkin Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing a manga, whoa, about zombies. More zombies and more craziness and coffee. So, next episode, we're going to review a Tokyo Ghoul. You guys have been asking for it. You guys have been requesting for it. So, we're going to be reviewing that series. We'll see if I like it or not. I have yet to see it or read the manga. So, I guess that's it. Uh, so, we'll see you next episode. So, with that in mind, uh, anything you want to say before you go? Did you have fun today? I, I did. That's awesome. And, yeah, I should probably hop on that whole, like, Tokyo Ghoul fan thing as well. So maybe I'll have some choice words for If you want to come back, you can review it, or we can set you up to review something else if you want me to spin and see what it will dictate Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, see, I don't know. Your viewers got to gotta tell you if they want me back, so. I think they yeah. want you back. You can't. <laughs> so far, it's pretty good. So right. I guess that's it. We'll, well, we'll see what happens. So with that in mind... Uh, this is your host, Zahn, for the Spark and Mong Review. Well, we're gone, Zil. Catch you guys next time. See ya. Adios. Adios.